Hey to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. We didn't really catch up this week, uh, so this was us doing that in the nice way. Yeah. Uh, the game show where temporarily one of us is quizzed on a movie that doesn't exist, and the other uh, just—you <laughs> don't want to—you don't want to use the script. Well. One of us is qu- okay. Yep, never That's mind. not going in there, but the game show where temporarily one of us is quizzed on a movie that doesn't exist, and the other discusses the finer points of library logistics. I'm your temporary co-host Wes, and this is your other temporary co-host, a library. Ethan, he's really upset. Do you want to redo the intro? No. I can't change it. <laughs> I was just trying to move on. <laughs> I was trying to move on from the emails. <laughs> this he's, is supposed Wes, to be an outlet. <laughs> Wes literally stopped working as we were recording, and I am not giving him the opportunity to pivot. <laughs> this is like if. We were like, oh, fuck, we're really strapped for time this week. Ethan, can you record an episode of the podcast at your office? It's like the people who don't know me when they learn that I'm a librarian, they just like start assuming that's my personality. <laughs> and I would say for many librarians, that is the case. <laughs> but I am a fairly well-rounded individual. And a librarian is just one of many hats that I Listeners, wear. please understand my co-host Wesley contains multitudes. You cannot <laughs> confine him to the box of librarian. The Dewey Decimal System, which was created by a racist, does not define my friend. Thank you. So we're going to have the same intro every time, but I'll still add that disclaimer for you. So if you could um, Venmo me $5 just to make sure that goes through, that'd be great. I have a bunch of Google Play gift cards I can send you. <laughs> I'll take them. Okay. Last week I quizzed Wesley on the movie uh, Barnyard of the Living Dead. He then watched the movie that uh, I wrote inspired by that, and I read the script, and I was like, oh, I kind of just wrote my own version of that, huh? Yeah. No nuance here or there. <laughs> it does take place on a farm. Yeah, it it has animals. That's kind of the, <laughs> yeah, that's, the twist. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but Wesley's going to quiz me on a movie, uh, well, on a movie that he has seen and created, but based on something that I think he's pretty familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think will give him some advantage here. So I'm quizzing you on the made-up movie Blank Check 2 Voided. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm debating. Do you want the one-sentence summary 
that I wrote that I thought we were doing. Yeah, sure. I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> I Because at the end of last episode, I realized I probably should have done that. Because <laughs> I had one. I, I, had, I had a summary the whole time, and I just didn't tell you. Just a little Easter egg for our Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> if you subscribe to our Patreon, Ethan will print out and roll up a little slip of paper and put it in your palm and it has the one sentence summary <laughs> for the $20 subscription. <laughs> yeah, it's the $20 subscription. Somebody's got to pay for at least part of my flight to get to you. <laughs> when special agent Shay Stanley tracks down a pair of serial bank robbers in Van Wert, Ohio, her career and investigation is thrown into jeopardy when she discovers one of the culprits is someone she thought she had left in her past. It's a good one. <laughs> if we were ready to scab, I'd pitch that to a studio right now. <laughs> the thing, I'll get more into this, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know if Blank Check has enough cultural... I think it does. I think it has enough, Paul. Well, here's the thing. Compare that to what else studios are able to make right now. Fair enough. And if they're only if they're only going off of IP, we got IP. Um This is directed by Gareth Edwards. You is know it the original is? director? No. No. Um, Gareth Edwards directed the 2014 Godzilla movie and Rogue One. (laughs) Our only original cast member who is returning is Karen Duffy as Special Agent Shea Stanley. You don't trust... um... Oh, no, you said why he can't be in the movie. Never mind. (laughs) Yes, the actor who played Preston cannot Brian return. Brian <laughs> He has had a troubled criminal history <laughs> since Blank Check. Uh, Look, instead, you, you he's get... been recast with the actor Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Looks just who, like him. Well, if you put side by side, you could... you. You could convince me that Michael Shannon looks like a grown-up child. Well, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I don't remember what child Preston looks like at all, but I got a pretty clear picture of what Michael Shannon <laughs> looks like, and I think that'll do just fine. And then we have three new characters. Uh, Marco, played by Emilio Estevez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felix, played by Wayne Knight. Okay. And Sophia, played by Vivian Lyra Blair. She's a child actor. Wes just Googling child actors. He, he had to no, apply for played... IMDb Pro to scout. <laughs> she played the young Leia in the child Obi-Wan Child Leia in Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. <laughs> That's what, I, what I'm seeing here. Oh, she was also in Bird Box. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was her big oh. starting point. Yeah, wow. She's already picking up a lot of work for a child mm-hmm. actor. Good for her. 
All right, so we're gonna start with true or false. True or false, Shay and Preston revive their romantic connection. In this movie? Yeah. No, but I do think there's lingering tension. I'll say false. Okay. <laughs> they fuck. <laughs> It's not romantic. It's purely carnal. <laughs> um, we were saying that uh, we would give an- the the correct answer as we go through the quiz. Yes, and I think that's fair. But we can do point totals at the end, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, you are right, Ethan. That is false. They do not revive okay. their romantic connection. Okay. Uh, true or false, this time there is a kid that Preston falls in love with. <laughs> false. Uh, a- <laughs> Agent Shay falls in love with another child, and it's worse this time. You're just playing into the pedophile angle. <laughs> yeah, well, look, Preston wasn't a pedophile when we <laughs> met him, but Agent Shay was. Uh, Ethan, you were correct. Preston does yes! not fall in love with a kid. Uh, true or false, special agent Marco Banderas, played by Emilio Estevez, dies at the end of this movie. True, and it's horribly tragic. He's mutilated. <laughs> Why would you say mutilated? <laughs> that just Again, feels like the, something... the one sentence summary I gave said <laughs> bank robbers. <laughs> <laughs> He falls into a cash printing machine. <laughs> and it's like that scene from modern times, except much more realistic. Ethan, you are wrong. <laughs> he does not die. He dies in the middle of the movie. Oh. Uh, true or false? Preston was put into witness protection after the events of the first movie. <laughs> true. Ethan, but he's been a real issue for the CIA <laughs> agent in charge of him. Ethan, that is correct. He was put into witness protection. Of course. You know, I figured when you spend that much stolen money <laughs> and you get all those guys arrested. They're, they're gotta, not like an individual. Eat. or they, they spent a lot of that movie trying to tell us the audience that this is an isolated organization it's just these three men working together that can't possibly be the case especially because we never learned how they all do each other no it doesn't make sense some entity was pulling the strings that wants their money true or false preston still goes by the name macintosh um False. His witness protection person would be so worried about giving him the name <laughs> Macintosh. But, I mean, he uh, is. Call me Mr. Macintosh. <laughs> trying to. What Mike, what Michael Shannon sound like saying that? <laughs> uh, I wish Ethan, I had a you're good... right. He doesn't go by Macintosh. Yeah. I wish I had a pocket Michael Shannon impression. <laughs> And true or false, Preston is able to escape prison thanks to a little C4. 
false. He stays in there. Uh, you're right. He does not use C4. Okay. He All right. His teeth. <laughs> An army of beavers. <laughs> A callback from the first movie. <laughs> they shouldn't have put him in Fort Ticonderoga. <laughs> Too easy to chew out. All right. Multiple choice. How does Marco respond when he sees that Preston and Shay clearly know each other? Uh, Marco is the... This is multiple choice. Yeah. Marco is the yeah. special agent. Uh, he, he starts getting This is up multiple in. choice again. This is multiple choice. No, but I'm going for it here. Listen, listen, listen. I don't do that. <laughs> A, he helps cover it up for Shay. B, he finds the file on the Macintosh case. C, he assumes Preston is lying. D, he quits the force when she refuses to resign. <laughs> uh, between B and C, I think quitting the force is a little too extreme for what I know of Agent Banderas. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to say he, he opens the file on the Macintosh case. Okay. That is correct. Mm -hmm. He's a man who needs to know more. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have joined the FBI if he wasn't. (laughs) By the book. Mm -hmm. He's Uh, like a librarian almost. (laughs) What callback... From the first movie is featured in this movie. A, ice cream in buckets. B, date in the water fountain. Mm -hmm. C, home alone style antics. (laughs) Or D, Preston is given another blank check. I think Gareth Edwards would not reference the ice cream he would consider the water date c didn't resonate with me so i'm gonna go with another blank check okay but like the title says it's been voided (laughs) (laughs) you are wrong he does not Ah. get another blank check more home alone style antics damn are in this movie but with what? a bit more of an edge. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It would have to be edgier. These chattering teeth have clamped my balls and ripped them straight off. <laughs> um, I don't know if we get too into it. But uh, picture it kind of like... Um, what's the horror movie where... Violent night. People are stuck in a house and it's filled with like rooms of booby traps and stuff. Saw. Yeah, saw. It's kind of like <laughs> saw. <laughs> it's a little like saw, you could say. How does Preston escape the police station? Uh, A, Shay helps him escape. Mm-hmm. B, Preston bribes an officer. Mm-hmm. 
see Preston kidnaps a little girl at gunpoint. Or D, Felix drives their van into the police station. I'm feeling... I'm trying to see where the little girl comes into the plot at all. And I feel like it could only be here. So I'm going to say C, he kidnaps that girl. Yes, you are correct. Um, One could say it's a motif of the franchise where a child is put at risk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not a trigger. (laughs) Not a common trigger. (laughs) Why do Sophia and her mom come to the police station to begin with? A, to identify Preston. (laughs) B, to report a stolen vehicle. Mm-hmm. C, to report an assault, or D, to visit Sophia's dad, the police chief. Police chief feels like that's something that would come out of the first movie. But if it was found that Preston kidnapped the police chief's daughter, I think that would put him in more trouble than the script would want. So... I'm going to go with the less severe reporting option and say stolen vehicle. All right. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, true or false? Uh, no. What do, <laughs> what do Shay and Marco find when they arrive at the warehouse? Ah, I gave this one away. So. All right, go for let's it. Let's get it. Let's, you should get it right. Maybe I won't. Again, I don't listen. A, nothing. It's empty. Mm -hmm. B, a recreation of the mansion from the first movie. B, a series of booby-trapped rooms. Uh, Or A, Sophia tied to a chair around a bunch of oil drums. (laughs) (laughs) Batman? Is that a Batman Begins reference? That's a Dark Knight reference. Oh yeah, that is a Dark Knight. Reference. Rachel, I had I had to remember who was playing Rachel. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was, I didn't think it was Maggie Gyllenhaal. But it was. Um, who was the original Rachel? I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember. Uh, Kate. Blanchett. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Kate Blanchett. Well, the first name Katie that came Holmes. To mind. Katie Holmes. <clears throat> the Cillian first name that came to mind. Oh, of course. <laughs> he could do anything. <laughs> Have you seen Peaky Blinders? <laughs> Ethan, go Batman back in. Begins. Oh no! Clearly. <laughs> Uh, but I know the answer to this question, unfortunately. You did reveal yes. that it is uh, booby-trapped. Yes. All right. Open-ended questions. What is Shay's motivation for trying to stop Preston? At this point, I'm still not super clear what Preston has done to get him into jail the first time. He just was and then kidnapped a child. I realize that this will probably become important (laughs) later, but I don't know the inciting incident that put this man. Any listener who listened to my 
one sentence summary would be able to identify what put him in prison. I don't listen. <laughs> um, but you shouldn't still even be- need that. What is her motivation? She, she still, she still believes there's a good boy in there somewhere. What has uh, has the actress who played Shay done lately? Uh, why did Preston turn to crime? He was tired of the bland life of witness protection and needed to feel something again. He he wanted the rush that he once felt when he was handed a blank check. Uh, I wasn't answering your question. The I wasn't giving you points. Uh, you're wrong about Shay's motivation. Mm-hmm. As I stated at the very beginning... When Special Agent Shay Stanley tracks down a pair of serial bank robbers ah. in Van Ohio, <laughs> right. her career and investigation is thrown into jeopardy when she discovers one of the culprits is someone she thought she had left in her past. You probably shouldn't have told me that. I'd continue to be wrong. Her uh, motivation is to stop uh, Preston, Preston from revealing information about ah <laughs> i see i got it about their relationship their illicit relationship yes preston turned to crime not because of the blandness of life or the f- need to feel the rush of a blank check again although that's why i do it those are perfectly uh <laughs> believable answers i would say those are the only acceptable reasons to turn to a life of crime (laughs) if i were a judge on a stand and i said why'd you do it and the defendant said just to feel something (laughs) not guilty someone needs to run a (laughs) constitution referendum in california (laughs) California, I'm here to solve. I'm here to solve the prison problem, and it's by letting off people who just needed to feel something, man. Preston turned to a life of crime because he um, was seduced by Shay Stanley. And when she put him into witness protection, she was essentially trying to. Hide him away, hide away her secret. So becoming a criminal was his way to see her again. Yes. Ah. <laughs> it's the only way he knows how to yes. get her attention. Of course. Crime. <laughs> what becomes because she's a career woman from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> what becomes of Shay and Preston at the end of the movie? Um Shay gives Preston one more kiss and says her final goodbye. Uh, unfortunately, you are wrong. Fuck. Uh, Why would you deny me this? <laughs> the ending that we deserve. Let me quote from my manifesto. 
Yeah, check out the Patreon so that we can have him read the rest of the manifesto. The resto of the manifesto. So one of the booby trap rooms is a callback to the pool scene in the first movie. If you don't mm-hmm. remember, one of the There's bad guys the is knocked into the pool in that big gyro metal ball. Mm-hmm. That would kill a man. Yes. He would, and he, he would ex- drown and he die. He escapes the ball, and but he's just floating on top of the water. And at one point, uh-huh. Preston pokes him, and then he comes to life and grabs him. Mm-hmm. The water is reaching the ceiling. Shay is struggling. She's gra- gasping for air. All you have to do is admit it. Ruin your career like you did my childhood. <laughs> the star of the FBI comes crashing down. Shay doesn't have time to even say anything, but she tries to. The water is too much. Preston is standing outside of this isolated room that was essentially a water tank. The entire warehouse is revealed to be a series of makeshift rooms and booby traps, all controlled (laughs) from the outside. The banging from Shay eventually ends. Preston waits waits a moment, and then he empties the room. He opens the door. Shay's body is limp. He pushes her with his foot. She grabs him. She, she, <laughs> she knocks him down. She pulls her gun on him. Kill me, never Shay. Learned. If you do, all of this goes away. I'll never exist. And you can continue on just like you did before. Marco shows up with Sophia. He raises his gun, orders Shay to put hers down. She doesn't. She keeps it raised. Marco says, you kill him, you have to kill me and the girl. Things are already bad. Don't make them worse. (laughs) Shay relents. Preston screams. It wasn't supposed to end this way. She wasn't supposed to let him live. She (laughs) She gets him on his feet, but they struggle. He grabs her gun. They wrestle, but he shoots her. Marco turns Sophia away from it all. He shoots Preston multiple times. Shay's last words... Forgive me. <laughs> okay, I don't think that uh, Gareth could have executed that with the quality of your script. Work. <laughs> the point is, I want to draw your attention to the fact that oh, no, no, Marco no. shelters Sophia. In this I movie, understand. the child is protected. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I also want to add another thing. Um yeah, this is probably why it took you several hours to finish your work here. You decided to write the dialogue and scene direction for the entire last scene for the whole climax of the film. I That's did this too much for work. the entire movie. That's why I wrote seven pages. Yeah, I think... We need to find a middle ground between me doing almost no work and you doing far too much work. We need to find a middle ground of no work and what you did. We do not need to find a middle ground that involves mine at all. You're saying it's far too extreme. So you're saying it's okay to do less work than I did? You spent more time than I even anticipated this would take. That's true. I took two hours. This should take one it should take the length of watching a movie the amount of time that we dedicate to this on a normal basis and uh what is the final scene of this movie it might be easier to say where does the final scene take place uh the final scene takes place at a graveyard where we watch both shay and preston lowered into the ground either next to each other 
or it's a split scene of two different graveyards of them being lowered. Um, Where Shay is given that American flag over the <laughs> casket yes. type burial, and Preston is thrown into a pauper's grave. You are... A hundred percent right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Act three, graveyard. The funeral for Shay just took place. Sophia and her mom are there to pay their respects. Sophia turns around and sees Marco a ways away. He's at another grave nearby. Sophia walks over. It's Preston's grave, far smaller than Shay's. Sophia asks him why he's not over with the rest of them. Marco says because none of this should have happened. One terrible decision 30 years ago led to wrong decision to wrong decision. (laughs) Sophia says things will be better. They can be. Marco gives her Shay's FBI badge as a token and leaves. (laughs) Franchise. (laughs) Franchise with none of the original characters. It becomes leaving all the toxicity behind. (laughs) Everything that made blank check the original movie <laughs> delete it blank check three we follow sophia and agent marco <laughs> but at the end of that movie both of them die <laughs> <laughs> because what i know about series is that you kill your major characters at the end of every movie all right which actually so, if you watch jojo's bizarre adventure they do do that and it's very good Ethan, you have a pretty good shot at getting your point for this. All right. What do you know about this movie, Blank Check 2 Voided? (laughs) (laughs) Blank Check 2 Voided follows the story of Agent Stanley. (laughs) Stanley, as she follows two bank robbers who... uh, Played by Michael Shannon and Wayne Knight. Played by Michael Shannon and Wayne Knight. (laughs) Wayne Knight, of course, being Felix, who I, I, I'm going to guess uh, is a guy. He's uh, he's Preston's next door neighbor. <laughs> His motivation <laughs> is just he had nothing better to do. He is more of the saw like mastermind. He's like the tech wizard. Oh, he's playing his character from Jurassic Park, but evil. Yes. And. Well, he was also evil in Jurassic Park, but... Uh, More evil. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like Wayne Knight is put in that role a lot, and he does it well. I just want to check something. Because we discussed that this movie came out uh, now. It comes out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to see how old Wayne Knight is. 1955 he's 68 years old i think he could do it yeah honestly if he if he like turned around in a in a big office chair kind of grayed mm-hmm. he's like my plans are working perfect my plans what the fuck? <laughs> i can't do away night either <laughs> my plans are working perfectly it's so much more breath it's so much breathier and yeah more nasal than i can do and like super flat like i don't know my Um, register is too low to get there i think okay continue telling me Yeah, yeah yeah um so uh the movie follows shay primarily so that you don't have to deal with the logistics of what it means to 
steal enough money to purchase a warehouse and build various traps within it. <laughs> if you did write that part, kudos. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll see her like tracking expenses. And then she's like, uh, she, and this is when Marco is like, why are you so obsessed with this case? Mm-hmm. And then she's doing her research. We follow Marco briefly as he checks these files and she's like oh i gotta stop her but at this point um she's already found that uh preston's been put in jail she's on her way there but by the time she gets there he's gone so it's a cat mouse dog chase situation Mm -hmm. where preston's making all the first moves shay is catching up to it just a little bit too late and marco's the last on the trail yep picking up whatever breadcrumbs are left uh until ultimately Shay falls. Shay follows Preston to the warehouse where she's trapped, and uh, he, Preston wants her to uh, admit the truth. He's tired of living in a world of lies where mm-hmm. she gets everything she wanted and he has nothing. Yep. <laughs> um, and he's got the girl that he kidnapped in the warehouse, and they're like images of her being displayed in each room, saying, "You're almost there." <laughs> You've almost saved her, Agent Stanley. <laughs> um, and then the, the the ending that you described <laughs> occurs. Yeah, so I know you haven't seen the movie Insomnia. No. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, I saw it like a few months ago. I, th- I took a lot of inspiration from Insomnia and... It, kind of it's the similar kind of mouse cat dog chase in it um is that something that is that a phrase that people use or did i just make that up because i feel like it's apt i, I feels think very people, tom I and think jerry I've heard it before okay <laughs> i want to feel smart <laughs> but trademark it just in case <laughs> yeah no one uh I, I don't see anyone oh okay so it's a tv trope Boy, girl, dog, cat, mouse, cheese is the full trope. Uh, and I guess. I guess it would make sense where the cheese is Sophia, the mouse, yeah. is, mouse Preston, is Preston, cat is Shay, and then the dog is Marco. The girl is the agency that they all work for, and <laughs> boy, the United States government. As it is in most movies. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm giving you the full point. You you got pretty much the the basic summary of what I was going for here. I got um, four of seven pages. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really capture any of the interrogation scenes or the chase to Fort Wayne <laughs> or <laughs> or the dynamics with local police and FBI, but otherwise. <laughs> You got both. <laughs> I think that's Wes. I think you put in too much work. <laughs> I realize that the the role of a, a game master is to have more information than the players will ever see, but I think that's too much work. And what you also didn't connect is that the stolen car <laughs> is the car that Felix was driving <laughs> when Preston was caught. <laughs> I thought that was implied. I, I didn't think I had to spell it out for you. I thought it was understood that I knew that. All right. Uh, this is what I don't want to do. 
is I don't want this show to become us planning a single person Dungeons and Dragons session for the other <laughs> person every week because what you did is how I prep for D&D and I, I don't even do that. All right. So Ethan, it is time for you to try and get your last four points. I did not write bonus questions, although I could probably come up with them off the top of my head. <laughs> I didn't have any, so okay. there aren't going to be any bonus questions this season because that would require more work than I'm willing to put in. All right, I'm gonna unless we start the Patreon, beg us for a Patreon. <laughs> uh, our last episode got eight listens. If it hits thirty, I'll consider it. Did you practice? Because I'll tell you one thing that would have helped me last week, and it's uh, if drawing the picture, had I practiced? Nope, didn't practice. Uh, good. <laughs> then the, the, the first thing that you're going to come across is, wow, drawing with a mouse or worse, a trackpad is really hard. All right. So I have one minute. Uh, one minute on the clock. Is that what we agreed? <laughs> that's, that's what I did last week. Okay. If you'd like to extend it to a minute 30, it might be helpful. Nope. But, uh, what? All right. You're not sharing your screen, though, so let me... And remember, you should be taking notes of what you say. Uh, yes, give me one second here. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Sharing the screen. Can you see it? Yes, I can see it. All right. And we are off. Okay, so... Okay, so what we have here is a head. I'm guessing that this is Shay Stanley. Um, she has she's lost a lot of weight in between the two movies. She's not, nothing but a Sexist. stick. She's holding a <laughs> gun. Uh, so this, I think, is where she is confronting uh, an illusion of Preston within the warehouse. Uh, she's in a box. Uh, she's standing, pointing, ready to kill. Uh, she's already fired. No, no, that's uh, that's molding along the wall. <laughs> uh, yes, molding I'm just along focusing. The... She's in a cage. She's in a cage, and she's trying to shoot her way out of a cage. <laughs> there's there's more bars on this cage than I had originally thought. Uh, and oh, she's in a room full of screens. She's in a room full of screens projecting <laughs> Preston. And she's like, which one do I shoot? <laughs> and we are mirrors. done. <laughs> All right, Ethan. So tell me now what what did you what did you see? <laughs> I got too excited and I forgot <laughs> to take notes. But uh, I said it's uh, Shay uh, holding a gun. Uh, she's pointing it at Preston, uh, and then I thought that she was in the warehouse. Uh, within the warehouse, she was in a cage, and then I changed that to say she's in a room full of screens of Preston. Yes, so you're getting the full four points because this is one of the booby traps. If you remember from the first movie, one of the booby traps was his big <laughs> wall of TVs. Room. Oh, the wall of TVs. Yeah. Um, 
I thought about trying to come up with a way that if you remember <laughs> one of the guys was stopped by just putting a VR headset on. Him. Yeah, no, the whole time I was like, how does Wes reference the VR headset in this movie? I couldn't make it make sense <laughs> with the tone of the well, movie. It, well, first of all, it doesn't make sense in the original movie. I wouldn't be surprised if I think you should leave season three. The VR sketch <laughs> is based on that scene from Blank Check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you got it right. This is the second to last uh, room that she's in before mm-hmm. the, the water tank. She has to shoot her way out through the screens. Mm-hmm. As we all do. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really great metaphor on how we're just always on our phones. We can't perceive the real world around us. Wes, um, heist movies and murder mysteries are often themed around a basic premise. <laughs> what were you going for? Sorry, I'm just trying to reference how I felt really called out during my zombie metaphor last episode. <laughs> I mean, the... Or do you want me to legitimately answer that, or are you just no, trying to I, fuck with I, me? No, I, I just, I, I just, we'll just, if we'll do the last question and then I'll and then I'll compliment you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, the the basic premise is about uh, trauma that is push down essentially like the the heist itself is revolving around um pretty much preston yeah preston trying to not only get an admission of what shay did to him Mm -hmm. but also him trying to share the same shame and lack of control and lack of safety onto another generation yeah shame doesn't present itself equally and perpetuates a cycle of violence towards future generations exactly (laughs) (laughs) way more thought than than, than the first play check i ever had but i felt like what if a kid had a bunch of money (laughs) This is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens if a kid gets a bunch of money. 30 years later, this is what that blank check wrought. <laughs> this is the curse <laughs> that you brought upon <laughs> Preston. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, would you, I guess our, is our question, would you watch would this Would you watch movie? it again? Yeah. Would you? <laughs> Right, because we we did watch this, well, I, we did watch even though I gave you answers as I quizzed you. Yeah, well, the problem is we can't... I was watching it as you were doing the quiz right, at yeah. two times speed. <laughs> and it's a matter of can I keep up with the information being presented to me while you ask questions. And, uh, Wes, I think I would watch it again. I think there are some things that I missed on <laughs> my first watch here. 
Uh, for a guy who does not like action movies, I think you had written a pretty effective action thriller. <laughs> and I think, um, I think just out of credit to how much work you put into it, <laughs> uh, I owe you to, by by watching the film. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but you know, a, a movie isn't just one man; it's a cast, it's crew. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that very clear. It's the writers, it's uh, the actors, it's uh, sometimes the directors who maybe get a bum deal. Garrett, the, the best boy. There's the grips. <laughs> First AD, second AD, casting uh, director. Yeah, what well, made you decide to cast Michael Shannon's stunt for this one in particular? Wow, those stunt doubles are doing a lot of work. <laughs> Shannon's not out there doing those flips. He's not. He's not catching twenty uh, <laughs> gibs to his chest on the ground. Well, I, uh, to answer your question about the cast, I put a lot of thought into. Okay, if Blank Check, the original Blank Check was made now, mm-hmm. who are kind of minus michael shannon who are the kinds of actors that are like c-list essentially at this point just like a lot of the actors that were in blank check right they were recognizable faces but Mm -hmm. like no one knows their names Mm -hmm. um and i thought emilio estevez he hasn't done much wayne knight Mm-hmm. Vivian Lyra Blair is young enough. She's that, up and coming, and yeah. the the stuff that she's working on, I wouldn't be concerned for her to be on this set. Yes, and finally, I like I cast Michael Shannon kind of because I could buy it just physically looking at the two. Well, of them. his audition was also impeccable. Yeah, I mean, it's not every day that uh, someone comes in and auditions with. They call me a little Buttercup from HMS. HMS Pinafore. Um, mm-hmm. For the action thriller sequel to Blank Check. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I thought for the the tone of the movie, Michael Shannon probably fits the bill better than... And I think he's a better... He's an easier get than some other like thriller action stars. Like, I think you could pitch... I think if Michael Shannon saw the right script, he'd be down. Yeah. He's not... Do you think at this point in his career, Michael Shannon is an auditioner or he is sent scripts and agrees to them? I bet primarily he's sent scripts. Considering or... how infrequently, yeah. Yeah. Maybe sometimes he has to audition if he's trying to go for like a big franchise, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I Pure feel like he's a big enough name at this point where people are like, oh, this feels like a Michael, this could be a, like a Michael Shannon kind of role. Mm-hmm. He's still very character actor-y, though. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like in that sphere, there's a lot more you have to audition. But that's sure. me conjecturing on the state of the industry that I have <laughs> been too afraid to even dip my toes in. I've also stopped, I haven't talked to the friends I've made who are closer to the industry than me in months. If you're listening, we can hang out. Please. Brandy moved. <laughs> not not for any industry reasons. I just don't have any friends that live in this city, and I, I need connection. 
Um, I just want to say one last thing about this movie. The reason why I picked Blank Check was because I just was thinking, like, how would you write a sequel to Blank Check? Would you, at this point, recognize the, <laughs> the things in no. the first movie that that people are like, that's pretty fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Or would you try and blow past it? Would you just like retell the story like home alone movies do Mm -hmm. like, and I thought the most thrilling (laughs) would be the more, the most character driven (laughs) would be to fully acknowledge what happened. Yeah. Let me make it clear. (laughs) My goal and Wesley's goal during this hiatus version of the podcast is to create character driven content. (laughs) (laughs) We are character first writers. (laughs) Now watch me next week as I select a sci-fi and do exclusively world building. Oh, should I do Star Wars? Should I I pitch a Star Wars? I don't think you should pitch a Star Wars. uh, I'm going to write 14 pages. (laughs) Because one, I think you would get in too deep, and two, I just wouldn't give a shit. Solo 2, Ethan. We're never going to get it, so let me pitch it. Try to recreate what the original <laughs> script for Solo was before the new directors came in. Lightning in a bottle, let me tell you. All right, uh, Wesley, what's my score looking like here? Ethan, uh, first off, you didn't record my score uh, last week <laughs> in our uh, spreadsheet, and I don't know if you remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded it on the quiz itself, so I just have to pull that up. Uh, but Ethan, you scored 15 points. Wow. On this one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You sure know your blank check. <laughs> you, uh, and your uh, psychological thrillers. <laughs> I got you 13. Mm hmm. I uh, am looking at the way that we structured the show previously, where we could have a plan for the next movie on the list. Probably going to write my shit tomorrow, since I have the day off. Yeah. Or I was going to say we could just push aside the whole game show aspect and just try and come up with a movie off off of one another. Off the dome, work together. Oh, turn this into a group project. <laughs> yeah. I like that better, I think. (laughs) Sounds easier. Like, I think we could just have, like, the story arc in mind. We could have that up on our screens and we could just go back and forth and pitch ideas. Yeah. Maybe maybe next week we do a genre, theme, arc, director, actors... What's coming out of that? <laughs> and I think that is going to be more fun for everybody. <laughs> more importantly, sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll feel more like hanging out. And if you hate this show, um, 
you're you you're gonna forget to unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> I we just hope that you're you have it set for automatic downloads at this point. I know eight of you do. <laughs> and it might have just been the default setting when you subscribed. Exactly. It's cause you use it's cause you use Apple. You use Apple Podcast. It's always automatically auto download. But if you did listen to this episode that you downloaded on accident because maybe you were in the middle of something important and the next episode to autoplay on your phone was us, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the soon-to-be-not-even-a-game-show podcast. We ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, I'll still score you at the end. Effort. The, who, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be effort. Which one of us did a better job pitching ideas? It's gonna become an incredibly toxic pitching ground. Uh, the current score is Ethan fifteen and Wesley thirteen. Again, not sure that this, the point totals will even matter anymore. <laughs> You can find this week's movie, uh, Blank Trek 2, Voided in Theaters. <laughs> Follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at We Ain't Seen It. On X, formerly known as Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose, on Letterboxd at eGeese, and you can follow me on either at Baby Westby. And remember, Mario loves a Google Play gift card. I got him 100. Did he ask you to, like, give you the pin as well, text him the pin on it? Yeah, he told me to text him the pin. Um, and the weirdly, he didn't ask me for my credit card number, just the last three digits on the back. Hmm. And did he? Did you get, like, a? are you still texting? Is he responding anymore? No, no, no. He's, huh. After I gave him that, he stopped texting me. Something's up with him. I don't know. Yeah. I hope he's okay. Me I'll too. get him more money if that's what it takes for just a response. Should we ask Luigi? I don't have Luigi's number. I He told me not to share it, but... You can, I'll, off I'll mic, off mic, you, off mic, off mic. It's 608. <laughs>